0: One of the trends you'll notice in the world today is these diet religions. Almost everybody falls into a camp and they think there's no other way other than their way. That's why I call it diet religions because most people who follow a religion think that they are right and that everybody else is wrong. You have the keto camp. You have the carnivore camp. You have the low carb, the intermittent fasting, the one meal a day, the if it fits your macros, the calorie counting, the weight watchers, the Jenny Craig's you know you've got all these diet camps or diet religions and they all think that the other people are absolutely wrong that they're absolutely uh incorrect and that they have no uh belonging in medicine now this is problematic for many reasons obviously in religion we know that this can lead to bizarre views world wars you know genocide, whatever you want to call it right um, But the problem is in the religious in the uh, diet world this can lead to extreme views. You have the keto camp you know it started out as the Atkins camp really and then slowly evolved um, but you've got this group that says well you should just eat the meat on the cheeseburgers with the cheese sometimes sometimes without depending on how extreme you want to be and that that is the only way you should ever eat you got the vegetarians and vegans and the plant-based dieters saying, that they believe that their way is the only way that you should eat. Um, You've got various people in other camps that think it's their way. Now, if you guys have listened to me long enough, you know that I am diet agnostic. I don't really care what diet you are doing, as long as it's not that malignant and not raising your LDL cholesterol. And there are ways to mitigate that. If your diet is raising your cholesterol, we can get it down for you. Now, We'd rather you change your diet, obviously. If you come to me and you say, Dr. Aloe, I've been eating like this. I've never felt better. I've lost 50 pounds. I feel great. I feel amazing. But my LDL cholesterol is 180 uh, or heaven forbid, like three, 380, uh, we can work with you. Now, if it's 380, it's going to be really tough. But if it's like 180, 160, we can get it down for you. If you're like in the 250, 280, 300 range, it's going to be a lot harder without multiple, multiple uh, medications. So that's one thing to keep in mind. We can work around your diet for the most part. But because I say I'm diet agnostic, you're like, well, no, you're not. You're into no diets or, you know, just eat what you want. No, I'm not. I'm mostly a Mediterranean diet-based person. Now, can a plant food diet work for you? Yes. And because I'm a bodybuilder and a certified personal trainer, I, and I don't want people to lose weight and then lose a lot of muscle, I want to mitigate muscle loss as much as possible, which is why I wrote my book, uh, my cookbook, Heart to Heart, it's full of heart-healthy, Mediterranean-style recipes, and the chapters are organized into calories needed for weight loss. So let's say you're 180 pounds. You go to the chapter that's 1,800 calories. You just add a zero to your weight. You go to 1,800 calories, make those foods, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, and you are guaranteed to lose weight. And because there's enough protein in there, you are less likely uh, to lose uh, muscle. And that's one of the biggest most important things is we don't want to lose muscle. So... Um, that's super important to me. That's why I decided to write that book. Cause a lot of my patients are like, well, Dr. Allo, How do I eat heart healthy with enough protein? So there's lots of cool tricks and neat stuff in there, you know, with, uh, protein, if I eat Greek yogurt, that's zero percent, you know, lots of stuff in there that helps you hit your protein target goals while still hitting your calorie goals. Cause it gets very tricky to hit your calorie goals and stay under your calories if you're eating ribeye and cheeseburgers and whatnot. Right? So I'm not one of these people that's like, eat whatever you want. Let's just put you on medication. No. And I'm not one of these people that's like, you only have to eat meat or you only have to eat plants or you only have to eat whatever. I eat pretty much everything. You know, humans are omnivores. We are opportunistic omnivores. If you read the book Burn by Dr. Herman Ponser, who's an anthropologist, he spent 20 years studying hunters and gatherers all over the the world, um, especially the Hadza tribe. But he's an anthropologist. They've looked at um, tribes and people all over the world He's found that humans have always been uh, opportunistic omnivores. We will eat anything that is available to us at any time. And our bodies and systems are adapted to that. So you've got these people that are like, well, according to science, you don't need carbohydrates. You could live your entire life without carbs. Your body can make them or live off of ketones or whatever. Well, yes, you can. That doesn't mean it's optimal. We know from the you know high performance athletic industry the bodybuilding industry just human testing and human labs you know human performance labs that while you can live without carbs it is not optimal why would you want to live that way Um, and there are obviously different kinds of carbs there's a huge difference between a pop-tart and you know a bowl of salad or broccoli or you know quinoa or whatever and i'm not assigning moral value to food i'm not saying like the pop-tart is inherently evil or that the kale or broccoli or whatever is inherently good, um, both can be used in your diet to accomplish the goals that you're trying to achieve. So there's nothing wrong with eating pizza and a Pop-Tart here and there, um, as long as your overall dietary pattern, and, and you'll notice a lot of nutritionists and people in the, you know, that really know what they're talking about talk about overall dietary patterns. We know you are not going to stick to one single way of eating for the rest of your life, but overall dietary patterns make it easier for us to actually stick to our diets with better compliance. You know, if I tell you to eat kale and quinoa for the rest of your life, you're gonna do it for 10 minutes and then stop. No one is going to eat kale and quinoa for the rest of their life. You'll probably be okay if you did that. You might have to supplement with a few things here and there, but you'll probably also lose a lot of weight because you'll get bored and you really can't overeat, you know, or, 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 or you, you could, I mean, technically, but you definitely don't want to do that for the rest of your life. So the question becomes, um, why are we doing this to ourselves? You can eat um, whatever you want, um, but the overall dietary eating pattern needs to fit your caloric needs. If you're trying to lose weight, you should be under your calories. If you're trying to maintain your weight, you should be at a maintenance level. And if you're trying to gain weight, you should be in a surplus. So a lot of it depends on your calorie goals. Now, your protein should not vary that much. If you need 180 grams of protein a day, whether you're cutting, maintaining, or trying to build a surplus, you should probably be eating 180 grams of protein a day That part shouldn't change. What you should adjust, however, should be your uh, fat and uh, carbs. Now, back to diet religion. So people have these extreme views around diet, um, and I don't think that's helpful. I I feel like if you are that pro-plant-based or carnivore or whatever, that's good for you, and that might be working for you. And you can argue the science all day. Definitely the more plants, fruits, and vegetables you include in your diet, the better. Um, we know that. And anytime, even if you're eating a terrible diet, let's say you're eating all saturated fat, all red meat, whatever, you know, these pro-inflammatory, diabetogenic, uh, inflammatory, high LDL cholesterol, all of those kind of diets, even if you're eating pure red meat with super high saturated fat, if you add fruits and vegetable to it, you actually do mitigate some of your, or let's say attenuate some of your risk. Your risk will go down compared to your exact twin that does not eat. Uh, fruit or plants now we're not talking like it's going to go down to zero but it is better it will improve so keep that in mind not all diets are created equal in terms of like health longevity how it affects your cholesterol inflammation all that kind of stuff so there's tons of data on this i talk about it in a lot of my videos and on my blog a lot Um, but definitely if you go to my blog there's tons of diet and you know red meat carnivore whatever uh, keto type Uh, articles and you're you're welcome to read them. And every single article, the reason I suggest that is because every single article has a link out to all the studies. So for example, if if I say red meat increases inflammation by 14%, right underneath there, there's the PubMed study or the Cochrane database or whatever. Um, Right away, there's the study. You can go read it and decide for yourself if you agree with the conclusions or not. You can look at the funding. You can look at whatever you want, right? So that's super important. And a lot of these people that are like, well, who funded the study? Well, you're intellectually lazy because every single study has all the conflict of interest statements and the funding right at the top or sometimes at the bottom. Don't be intellectually lazy and don't use that as a cop-out or an excuse to not go read the study or disagree with the author. Like that's just uh, an insane way of living. Um, So anybody who has like extreme views in other things too um, with no nuance is also someone you probably shouldn't listen to. Like if you're listening to someone and they're like, well, no human should ever eat Honeycrisp apples because Honeycrisp apples are bad for you because they're nightshades. Okay, that's a really extreme view and it doesn't go with the entirety and the totality of evidence surrounding human nutrition and performance or whatever it is you're looking at. And extreme views are generally not accurate and probably somebody's trying to sell you something. And it turns out that person that does sell that, I don't want to give them a, I don't want to mention them by name because they're, you know, uh, don't want to give them any uh more credence or, 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 credibility, that person sells tons of supplements to how to get rid of quote unquote inflammation from nightshades. Even tomatoes are horrible, bad for you. Honey crisp apples are bad for you, but not a certain kind of another kind of apple, you know, whatever it might be. This person is clearly insane and, uh, has, uh, views that are just out of line. Um, uh, so I, I would caution you against following people who have extreme views, um, When it comes to almost anything, like if if you talk to somebody and they have no nuance, like you ask someone, you know, what is the best way to lose weight? And they're like, oh, you you just got to fast. Don't eat all day. Only eat for two hours a day and that's the end of it. Okay, that's one way of possibly doing it, but there are ways that that might not work. If you eat for those two hours, 5,000 calories, you're going to gain weight. So make sure that you are listening to people who have a lot of nuance. And I go over a lot of this in my mindset course. If you go to drallo.net slash mindset, it's a free course. Sign up for it. I think it's like 24, 25 minutes, maybe. Um, fantastic course. Highly recommend. If you click on my links in my bio, there is a link out to the mindset course. But we go over a lot of these like diet religions, extremely rigid mindsets, extremely rigid mentality regarding um, diet or science or anything. So if somebody has like super rigid things, stay away from them. That's all I got for you for today. Um, thank you all for the awesome reviews and comments I've been reading them And we we ranked in the top uh, 100 or so currently in medicine And we've cracked the top 20 a few times uh, On the Apple iTunes uh, podcast store So I love that Thank you guys for everything And hopefully we'll uh, be doing more of this Peace